Hello everyone, this is Urvashi Chauhan. Welcome to Courts Today by Live Law. We bring you the latest and in-depth legal coverage. Coming to you with a brief of what all happened in the Indian courts today. Starting with the much-awaited news for today, that is on Congress leader and former MP Rahul Gandhi's plea to suspend his conviction in the Modi thieves remark defamation case. As you know, in March this year, a court in Surat had convicted and sentenced Gandhi to two years imprisonment, following which he was disqualified as a member of Lok Sabha. However, his sentence was suspended and he was also granted bail on the same day to enable him to move an appeal. Further, the Surat Sessions Court also rejected the plea to stay the conviction. And today, the Gujarat High Court has dismissed his revision plea also to stay the conviction. Justice Hemant Prachak, while dismissing the plea, said, As many as 10 cases were pending against Gandhi, it was needed to have purity in politics and refusal to stay the conviction would not in any way result in injustice to him. Gandhi has maintained that there was no malefied intention on his part when he made the statement. He now has the remedy to approach the Supreme Court and challenge the dismissal. Sexual harassment at workplace is a common problem affecting all women in the world. It may be by physical contact, a request for sexual favours or making such remarks. There is a law in India called the Sexual Harassment of Women at Workplace Act passed in 2013 to provide protection against sexual harassment of women at workplace. Today, the Supreme Court refused to entertain a public interest litigation which sought to issue directions to protect complainants, witnesses and other persons in cases of complaints of sexual harassment from acts of victimization by the accused persons or concerned organizations. In this case, a PIL filed by same petitioner with the same prayer was refused to be entertained by the Supreme Court in 2020 also leaving open the remedy of submitting a representation to the government. A bench comprising CGI D.Y. Chandrachud and Justice P.S. Narsimha today remarked that the petitioner had to show some specific instances where complainants and witnesses were being harmed by acts of retaliation or victimization by the accused persons. Otherwise, passing of a general order would result in the creation of a new offence. An important question has been raised in the Supreme Court by way of an SLP with respect to right of privacy. As you know about the landmark judgment in K.S. Puttaswamy versus Union of India in 2017, where the nine judge bench of Supreme Court unanimously reaffirmed the right to privacy as a fundamental right. The question in the present case is, can spouse's right to privacy be breached to prove the allegation of adultery? In this case, the wife is alleging that the petitioner, her husband, is having an adulterous relationship with his friend who he met at a hotel in Jaipur. A family court issued directions to the hotel to submit the details of booking, IDs of occupants of a room on a particular date and also the mobile service provider to submit the call detail records. This direction was upheld by the Delhi High Court as well. Now, the husband through this SLP contends that the decision infringes his fundamental right to privacy and that the High Court has set a regressive and draconian precedent. 
The bench comprising Justice Krishna Murari and Justice Sanjay Kumar has issued notice in the petition and the same has been listed for 7th August. Stay tuned with us. In another update, the Supreme Court today issued notice in a contempt petition against Hindutva leader Yati Narsinghanand. The petition was filed after an interview in which he allegedly made degrading remarks about the top court and the Indian constitution, which you might have seen as it went viral on the internet. A division bench of Justices A.S. Bopanna and M.M. Sondaresh agreed to issue notice to the respondent and sought his response, but no returnable date was given. In January 2022, activist Sachi Nelly had written to the Attorney General of India seeking consent to initiate contempt proceedings against Yati Narsinghanand Saraswati alias Deepak Tyagi, the controversial religious figure and accused in the Haridwar Dharam Sansad hate speech case over his derogatory remarks against the Constitution and the Supreme Court. In another important update, the Supreme Court today set aside the interim order of the Calcutta High Court, which directed the West Bengal Board of Primary Education to conduct fresh selection for 32,000 teacher posts before the end of August this year. A single bench of the High Court had earlier directed termination of 32,000 teachers and ordered fresh selection to be conducted within three months. Then, division bench of the Calcutta High Court stayed the termination of teachers but directed fresh selection to the post. It was urged by the petitioners that though the division bench granted interim relief by staying termination but the direction to hold fresh selection was not proper. Today, the Supreme Court Division Bench of Justice J.K. Maheshwari and Justice K.V. Vishwanathan set aside the direction to hold fresh selections and also asked the Calcutta High Court to decide the appeal relating to school jobs for cash scam at the earliest. The Himachal Pradesh Judicial Service Examination 2023 is going to be conducted on 9th July, that is this Sunday. Certain candidates were debarred by the Himachal Pradesh Public Service Commission from appearing for the preliminary examination on account of not submitting the credential certificate in appropriate format. High Court of Himachal Pradesh had in a sense upheld the commission's decision. Challenging this, the petitioner candidates approached the Supreme Court. The bench of Justice J.K. Maheshwari and Justice K.V. Vishwanathan provisionally has permitted them to write the exam on 9th. In a significant development, a Delhi High Court today took cognizance of the Delhi Police's charge sheet filed against BJP MP and outgoing Wrestling Federation of India President Bridge Bhushan Singh in the alleged sexual harassment case. As you already know about the wrestlers' protest that has been going on since January this year. The wrestlers have been demanding for the arrest of Bridge Bhushan Singh, who has been accused of sexual harassment by women wrestlers. Additional Chief Metropolitan Magistrate Harjeet Singh Jaspal of Rouse Avenue Courts today summoned Singh and other co-accused Vinod Tomar and directed them to appear before the court on 18th July. Last month, the Delhi police had filed the charge sheet. However, a cancellation report was filed in the POXO case registered against Singh by a minor wrestler. The Bombay High Court today continued hearing the batch of petitions challenging the IT amendment rules of 2023, which allows centre's fact-checking unit 
to identify fake or misleading news about business of the government. The petitions, as you know, have been filed by Kunal Kamra, the Editors Guild and Association of Indian Magazines. The court noted that the only criteria for the government's fact-checking unit to flag content online was that it had to be either misleading, false or fake. And it had to be related to government business. The court found all three expressions problematic and wondered what the source of power to the government's FCU to identify false content was. The hearing will now continue on 13th July. Stay tuned. And now coming to an important issue between India and Pakistan, the Indus Water Treaty. Rejecting India's objections, the permanent court of arbitration at The Hague has ruled that it is competent to decide the proceedings instituted by Pakistan in relation to Indus Water Treaty in 2016. Pakistan had approached the court over the design and operation of run-off river hydroelectric plants on the Indus, Jhelum and Chenab rivers in their tributaries. India had said that the court was not competent to decide the questions placed before it and chose not to appoint its two arbitrators to the court of arbitration. However, in a unanimous decision, which is binding on the parties and without appeal, the permanent court of arbitration has rejected each of the objections raised by India and has determined that the court is competent to consider and determine the disputes set forth in Pakistan's request for arbitration. And lastly, taking a serious note of the lamentable conditions of jails across the state of Uttar Pradesh and the plight of convicts and under trials housed in such prisons, the Allahabad High Court has directed the state government to take firm action to revise the wage policy for such jail inmates. Stressing that prisoners are also a part of society, the court reminded the state government that unless conditions for dignified human existence are assured inside the jails, the justice delivery system may remain from dispensing justice with dignity. The bench was hearing a public interest litigation plea concerning the pitiable conditions of jails in the state and the prevailing prison wage rates. Thank you for watching. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us.